0: You are listening to the Mimi B Podcast, a lifestyle podcast that is designed to help you transform your life and become the best version of yourself possible. On this podcast, we talk about health, personal growth, career, and pretty much everything else it takes to become the best you there is. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard. I own the online magazine Mimi B, and I create courses on how you can upgrade your life to the next level. Every single one of us has the ability to produce extraordinary results in our lives, and this podcast is going to help you get there. Good morning, everybody. Well, maybe it's not morning for you, but it is morning for me. I have just sat myself down and decided to record a podcast. I have no idea where we're going to go today, but I'm feeling very inspired. I have my bulletproof coffee. Actually, it's not even bulletproof. I've been not drinking Bulletproof coffee anymore. Wow, I'm such a creature of habit. Like every single time I say that I'm having coffee, I always instantly say Bulletproof because I've been having that for so long. But recently, I've actually changed my coffee um, recipe. It's not Bulletproof anymore. And for you guys that don't know, Bulletproof coffee is coffee blended with MCT oil or coconut oil and or grass-fed butter or ghee. For a while, I was just doing a teaspoon of coconut oil or MCT oil and blending that. But I don't know why for some reason. Oh my god, it's so loud outside. Sorry, I'm in my flat in France. Um, Anyway, for some reason, I've been listening to my body, obviously. And for some reason, my body hasn't been wanting as much fat, like healthy fat as it used to. And I'm all for intuitive eating, as you know, and like in the mornings, I would kind of feel sick if I had an oily coffee. Um, whereas beforehand in the past, I've always been like craving it in the morning and I felt so energized from it. So recently I've kind of taken a bit of a turn and I've actually been having, um, my coffee. I still blend it. Cause I love how frothy it gets when you blend it, but I make a plain Americano coffee and then I add a teaspoon of manuka honey and like a quarter or a third cup of a nut milk or like a vegan milk, like almond coconut milk or uh, cashew milk or something. And then I blend that with cinnamon and it's just really good. And it's so weird because I never used to like sweet coffee. I used to only like, you know, either milky coffee or plain black coffee. Um, but yeah, that's just crazy how our taste buds change. And I've been feeling good drinking it this way and... Yeah, so that's that's that story. Um, but I think I just wanted to sit down with you and have one of those raw OG chats that we all love. I love recording these and I'm feeling a bit nostalgic right now because, you know, I've been in France now for almost three months. No, it's been like two and a half. Yeah, two and a half months. And I've been spending a lot of time alone and I kind of just wanted to talk to you guys about my experience doing this and why I've done this and just some personal growthy stuff, I guess. So I initially came to France. I live in a like cute little town in France, cobbled roads. Nobody really speaks English. It's like really adorable and just stunning the neighborhood I'm in. Oh, my phone is not on silent. Okay. Hold on. Wow. Rookie podcaster mistake. My phone is literally two meters away from me and it's just stinging. Um, but I just turned it on silent, obviously. So yeah, going back to what I was saying, um, you know, the France thing, I have been here for over two months. And the reason I have been here is for a few things. One, I wanted a new experience. And now is the time, like I'm in a really weird transitional time in my life where like, I don't really know where I want to end up, like, on the planet. <laughs> like, there are a few options. I've been in London for four years. I'm originally from Canada. You know, I'm doing a lot of traveling these days, and I'm kind of just trying to figure out what I want, and I don't have a lease on, a, on an apartment. I'm in the middle of getting, um. well, I was in the middle of getting a new visa for the UK, and I just didn't really know what I wanted to do, but, you know, obviously, taking some time out of the UK and traveling around had had made me realize a lot. And I just wanted some time to like, think and focus and get back to me. And about once a year, I go on like a solo trip. And I've kind of spoken about this before. But I like to do something completely alone, at least like once a year. So I can just regain my like sanity. I don't know if you, if you know what I'm talking about, like that feeling you get when you're totally alone for a period of time and you just like get back to you. So maybe you don't have this, but for me, I really have this and I'm such a social person, but when I spend time alone, Like I really realize a lot about myself, about where I want to go in life. And I, I really grind and work hard on, on my goals. So, you know, two and a half months, three months is a really long time to do this. And this is the longest I've ever spent alone in like a foreign place, um, you know, when I first moved to London, I was meeting people like here in France. I don't even want to meet people. Like Ben comes on the weekend. Sometimes like I've seen a few friends that have come to visit, but I'm like, really, I don't want to make friends here because this is the time that I need to spend on myself. I don't want to distract myself with new friends, meeting new people. Like the reason I'm here is to immerse myself in my personal development and also work freaking hard on this company that I'm a partner in. I've kind of told you guys about, and I just needed, and that I can do on my laptop. So I can obviously do it from anywhere in the world. And, um, I've just been grinding on that. So I didn't want to go be social. I wanted to spend this time alone. And what I've learned the past few months doing so is that, oh my God, I don't even know. I don't even know if I can say this. I haven't. I haven't told, like, anybody this yet. I've told my family, like, a few members of my family and two friends. But I just, like, this is something I decided two days ago, actually. But the buildup has been me being in France. I don't want to live in London anymore. Yeah. I don't, like, I've, I've grown out of it a little bit. I cannot believe I'm saying this out loud. I think I've been blocking this out for so long. And I know the universe has made it very hard for me to get a new visa for the past year, because the past year and a half, actually, because I'm not meant to be there in this phase of my life. And it's scary to say this because I've been there the past four years and I've built a life there and I have my friends, my connection, some family, I have like I have a base there, but I I don't feel like it is letting me thrive as much as I need to in this phase of my life. I feel like when I first came to London as a 19-year-old girl, ready to take on the world, it was perfect for me and it gave me so many opportunities and took me out of my comfort zone and it was beautiful and incredible, but now you know, I've grown out of a lot of the people that I first became friends with. Like a lot of the people still are interested in things I'm not interested in. They're in different phases of life. Like I want to be in an environment where I'm around a lot of like-minded people and it's like a healthy and thriving environment with like nature everywhere. Like I really love nature and I've realized it really brings me back to me, you know, just like solo traveling does. So this realization was kind of, scary because it wasn't in the books it wasn't on plan for me and before i get into all of this i just want to say i still love london and it holds a special place in my heart but if i'm going to be real i don't see myself moving the next step in my career there i don't see myself really expanding and going you know global as much as i want to there i like i hate the pollution in the city it doesn't feel like healthy uh, a lot of the time like I want to be by the ocean or by the mountains or something so and I'm also at the time of my life I'm 23 years old I'm at the time of my life that I can travel around and experience different places until I need to settle down right so I spoke to Ben and as you guys know Ben's been my boyfriend for two years he's my partner my love of my life and I ain't going anywhere without him (laughs) But, you know, this is – this is not my place to tell the world what Ben's going to do. He may or may not um, be joining me. Um, But, yeah, this is a conversation for another podcast when things are more figured out. But – this is kind of real-time update right now. Like, you guys are hearing this first before a lot of my friends and family, and I bet I'm going to get messages from my friends that listen to the podcast that they're going to be like, Mimi, what the fuck? <laughs> you didn't tell me any of this. Um, but I, I want to talk about this on the phone, you know. I don't want to just text people about this. But, yeah, I've decided to not get a visa for London anymore. Like, I'm canceling the process that I've been going through. Yeah, a bit of money wasted, whatever. I, I, I When I make a decision, I make a decision. It was a similar feeling that I got when I first moved to London, but I'm going to move somewhere else in the beginning of 2020, and this has a lot to do with a few things. Number one, that company that I'm a partner in, they're based there, um, and I don't want to tell you guys exactly where yet. I'm sorry, this is so annoying, but because I just I want to make sure everything is just going smoothly before I tell the world. But you you will find out very soon. Um, is on the west coast, so. Yes. Anyway, I'm moving somewhere um in North America on the West Coast. Not telling you where yet, but it it's where the company I'm a partner in is is located and this is going to be a huge thing for me the next year, you know, until we we either sell the company or decide what to do with it. Like, I think that's kind of a make or break time right now for us, um, is this next year is all of 2020. And, you know, I need to go with, with where my gut is telling me to, and this project I'm so passionate about, and it's a huge opportunity that I cannot not utilize. Um, so there's that reason. Number two, I need to be by nature. I need to find a group of people that understand me that are into the same things as me that aren't you know like in London I love I love London as a city and it's full of opportunity and it's incredible but as I said before I've grown out of it the people I've kind of grown out of I'm not in the same place like I'm not into the whole like MIC crowd anymore like I'm not into those people like you know I'm just I'm over it Like I'm just really over it and yes, there's other people, but everyone's kind of interconnected and I just, I want to start fresh and I also want a new experience. I feel like for a while I I was just a bit unsettled and unhappy and I, that's it. That's my reasoning. And, you know, cherry on top of that, UK taxes are freaking high and, you know, I'm going to be earning a lot more than I have been in the next 12 to 24 months, um, And I already am, so I'm not into that. You got to just think about the whole picture. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of my honest explanation to you guys. And that's, yeah, I, I just really wanted to be honest with you. I know it's annoying I'm not telling you where it is, but trust me, the second that I figure things out with Ben, the second that I figure things out with the rest of you know, the variables that are included in this, like, then I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell you all about it. So, and also I'm I'm going to keep doing my live event. So I'm going to be coming to the UK still and doing like meetups and, and becoming superwoman events. And so please don't worry about that. I'm still going to come visit a lot, but I'm not going to be like actually fully living there for now. Um, it's crazy to say this out loud. Like this is just, <laughs> I had a bit of an emotional time a few nights ago thinking about this all but it's exciting. And um yeah, but I wanted to go back actually to cuz this is just talking about me. I want to talk about you guys and your personal development. Um so I want to talk about what I've learned about personal development uh the past few months being alone. So if you have never spent time alone, I highly recommend it. You'll learn so much about yourself. It'll be uncomfortable at first, but you got to do it. You cannot not try this in your life. It is it will just teach you so much about yourself even if it is going for a staycation getting an Airbnb somewhere like an hour outside of your city or something for a long weekend or five days or the longer the better but just try to not be on technology as much and you'll you know that personal development will go even faster and you'll get even deeper into it at a faster rate like being alone brings something out of you. It's like a prolonged meditation almost where like the longer you're in it, the more you uncover and realize. And you just need that kind of refresh sometimes. So yeah, the the time in France, like I've been journaling like crazy. I've gotten to, I got, I've gotten through two whole notebooks, two whole freaking notebooks. Um, the past two and a half months and I've just been writing a lot and journaling a lot and meditating a lot but then I also go through phases of ups and downs just like every normal human on the planet like the past seven days I've been a little bit off um and then the seven days before that I was like thriving on fire and then like this week I'm like getting back into that like thriving feeling but like emotions are so up and down and I think a huge realization for me is that, like, that person that I constantly strive to be, my superwoman self, it's okay if my superwoman self has a non-thriving side to her. This is something I've realized. Thriving is that word that I always thrive towards, and, you know, I'm often hard on myself when I'm not my superwoman self 24-7, and if you're new to the podcast, superwoman self is the best version of yourself possible. That's, I, it's like my alter ego that I like, I use the superwoman self analogy when I'm trying to act as if, AKA law of attraction, act as if I'd like step into my superwoman self and I act like her and I speak like her and I have a posture like her. And I just, I'm my best self. I'm not negative towards myself or others. I'm the best version of myself, superwoman Mimi. But what I've also realized, like this superwoman Mimi is evolving more and more over time. And I'm just going to be straight up real with you. She's not thriving all the time. She ain't thriving all the time. Um, And that's okay. You know, it's crazy that I'm even saying this, but it's okay. Because what I've realized about personal growth and life is that perfection just doesn't exist. And I'm not saying this to be demotivating. I'm the queen of motivation and yes, you can work freaking hard to get it 99% of the time, but it's never possible to be perfect 100% of the time. It's not. And I've tried everything, and it's just being 100% perfect does not make us human. So, the best thing, becoming your best self, your best superwoman self, is that version of yourself who goes through hardships, who, who doesn't thrive 24 seven, but tries her best to get right back into that amazing mentality whenever she can. And it's okay if it's not a hundred percent because she's human. So loving ourselves through the process is so important and something huge that I've learned, especially in my time in France. Like I've got, I go through ups and downs all the time and you know, I'm either amazing, so good, or like pretty down on myself. And it's like, why can't I just You know, be okay with that, and work. And you know, the biggest thing too, I always talk about the bounce back rate. When I'm down on myself, when I'm down on myself, like I think I'm I'm down because I I wasn't perfect like five minutes ago. But the bounce back rate is what matters. The bounce back rate of getting right back into it is the biggest thing. And I'm like a broken record. I talk about this all the time. But seriously, you do not need to be 100% perfect. You need to have a strong bounce back rate and like understand that going through like negative times sometimes is normal, but snapping out of it as quickly as possible is essential. It really is essential to be in that happy, positive mentality. And to get your bounce back rate going on faster, you have to not be hard on yourself. So if you're negative towards yourself and you're in that negative cycle and pattern, it's like you cannot, you cannot get out of that cycle. It's so hard. But if you're like, oh, okay, you know, I just think I emotionally binged just then. That is weird. Why did I feel that way? Okay, I'm just going to get over it and bounce back and now feel like my good self again and not want to punish myself by talking to myself negatively about it or you know, ruining the day and just eating more and starting tomorrow. Neither of those things are gonna be positive. So the positive thing in that kind of situation, whether it's emotional eating, overeating, um, you know, negative self-talk, negative talk to others, any negative thing that you don't like to do, any of that, it's like, okay, get over it and move on. Like, you know, that's how you get out of that cycle. So all that to say, my coffee is now not warm anymore. and mm. so good. You guys need to try this. But yeah, all that to say, I am moving <laughs> and I've realized a lot about personal development the past few months and it all keeps going back to the same thing, girls. It literally keeps going back to the exact same thing and that is really nurturing the relationship you have with yourself, it's huge. It's huge. Nurturing the relationship you have with yourself will make you the best version of yourself possible. There is no way around that. That is a hard, cold, hard fact. The more in love you fall with yourself, you know, the better you feel about who you are, the more confident you are, the happier you are, the more, you know, gracious you are towards the world, the happier you'll be. And deep down what I've realized happiness to be for me, yes, outside factors really obviously enhance that. Like I love being given compliments. I love getting praise. I love, you know, all those normal human things that that register good emotions inside of you, like being told you've done a good job or like being told Someone's proud of you or this or that. Like that's all amazing, but at the end of the day, deep down in your core, the biggest, most influential thing to your happiness overall and self-love and all that good stuff that we all thrive towards or strive towards is how our relationship is within ourselves, how we see ourselves. Because outside validation is not real validation, do you know what I mean? It's not the the real stuff. The real stuff is your validation towards yourself. So I've realized that the more okay I am with who I am, wait, that was kind of a tongue twister, the more, the happier I am with who I am and the more I love myself and the more I'm proud of myself and the more that I respect myself, the better my life gets in every way, shape or form. And, and the more other people respect and love me when I feel that way towards myself. So... That's the key to it all. So our mission should be how do we love ourselves more, you know, and how do we love the world more because giving and and loving the world creates love in ourselves, I think. And yeah, so here's today's episode. So I'm also going to give you a bit of an update right now. It is crunch time with the company that I am building It is freaking crunch time right now. I'm going to have to go down to one podcast a week. I'm sorry. It has to happen. Like, I am freaking swamped. Um, And I want to keep putting out really high quality content, but you guys are lucky. I have like 130 episodes before this that you can listen to if you need a Mimi B dosage of love. So... I'm going to post, I think on a Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm like so bad at like setting dates. I know so many of you guys love a set date, but midweek, once a week from this point forward for the next six weeks. So I hope that's okay. Maybe I'll throw in some bonus episodes here and there, but we're going to have to go back to regular podcast hours. But the good news is that I'm going to LA in a month and I'm doing a podcast tour. So I'm going to be actually doing some epic podcasts with some really, really big names all filmed uh, so you can watch it on YouTube as well. And I'm going to get my podcast agent to help me out with it. And it's going to be really big. So I'm excited. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let me know on DMs on Instagram if you want me to talk about anything in particular. And yeah, I hope to hear from you soon. Much love.